Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. everyone and welcome to this edition of my take on it and today i'm gonna talk about romance you know and what made what made me come up with this topic is when i was talking about on youtube when i was talking about family and reminiscing and about the female influence and i want to state that females have always been influential Dim, influence, you could be influenced for the negative or you could be influenced for the positive. You know, a lot of people think that the, the influence is negative when you're being told the truth and, and that's become negative in this day and age. The truth is negative. The truth is horrible. The truth is negative. It's better to sweeten it up with something that is untrue and is more acceptable. But I'm not going to speak on that. I'm going to speak about, you know, it's about it's, it goes back to the facts and feelings. And I'm facts or feelings. Which one do you want? I would want the one that's going to serve the highest purpose, especially if, if, if there's something that, if some pointed out so I could change it like that. Now, anyway, I, especially if it's been put up for my highest good. Now, what, so it, what made me come up with this is that females have always been very influential throughout history. They've been, been very influential amongst one another in a group until they started lying and being deceptive and being dishonest and then calling that honesty is that's when they kind of help one another go downhill. But in other ways, they've all, well, it is still influence is just, are you influencing for the negative or the positive? It depends. Now, but even with men, now I need to get away from that negative influence. Okay, even with men, there's always been a significant amount of influence. And what can help me come up with this topic is that because I was talking about my mother and my aunts like that, and those being and my grandmother, most definitely on my father's side, and those being the women that helped shape help shape the type of person that I am. Because I'm not, I'm not completely in alignment with. I'm not them, and or a carbon copy of them. But I, I can, I know where they show up as it relates to who I am. And, and I'm thankful for it, and I really do appreciate them. You know, for the good, <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because nobody's perfect, and everybody is most definitely a 
plays a significant role in our lives and who we are to become. Now, women have always been very influential, even in their relations with men, especially with, with the how the first influence for the woman is the mother and then maybe the grandmother and the matriarch and, and those women that, and the aunts and the, 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 whoever your child is around that is a female influence. If, you're, if you have your children around, your friends and your mother and your friends are all around, okay, and your children are around when your friends are around, that's influence. That's, I didn't grow up with that. My mother was, her friends, she went to visit them. You know, things like that. And so they weren't, we, we didn't grow up with people being in the house other than family and us. So most definitely my grandmother, but my mother also. And there was so much family. It, you, it, it, there was a lot of family. So especially on my mother's side. So whoever is in contact with a child as that child grows up as a day, as a female, those will be female role models. That you want to be their moral model or that you don't want. That's why you have to watch who's around your children. Because those can be influences, especially that child is around that, that person or not. So you have to watch that. Because they can pick up habits and things like that if they're around that person enough. Now, also with the positive, and which is where I wanted this to go, you know, is that the women's influence and the women's power and positions of power that they are innately born with whether they even if they don't recognize it even with with the the male influence the first male influence is the father because i remember when after we got older me and my sister got older and we would be at my grandmother's house and they would all and it could be christmas or thanksgiving and all my uncles would be there everybody would be there all of my cousins, the family would be there. And they would always, my dad used to love talking about when we were growing up and when we were little. And how me and my sister would just go in the store and put things on the counter with no, no, having no understanding that things cost money. And we would just put them on the counter like that. And he would get them. That is that first influence that the female has even over the father the male role model for the negative or the positive and because the father will also if the son would do those types of things the father will usually say okay no that you're not getting that put that back on the shelf so women have always been influential in in their interactions with other women and their interactions with men and that first man in their life being their father that's the first contact that they have with someone that is not female you have the contact with your mother and then you have the contact with your father and having that influence you know and even when you after you grow up and you start dating that's when women start women started giving away their power when because your father shows you how demonstrates how you should be treated by a man He's the male role model, the male influence when you're growing up. Now, and women have that influence or they have that position of, you know, being, being looked at as special, being looked at as, you know, having that type of love from someone that is unconditional, that is, that's other than the mother. 
Now, when women start to grow up, they give that power away that they, that they innately are born with. They give it away because you teach people how to treat you by how you're behaving. Like women that want men to treat them with respect or to treat them like they're women. You know, for example, I'm going to use these small examples. Some women are trying to get the man to stop cheating and trying to get him to stay at home at night. Like that, okay, I'm not going to go into those huge, <laughs> that's, that's a whole other show. I'm going to go where you're wanting something simple. I'm going to talk, let's talk about shivery. Okay, so you want him to open the car door for you, things like that. You want him to pull your chair out. You want him to treat you like a woman. You want him to help you with your jacket, you know, other than throwing it to you and, and throwing it on top of your head and you your head catching it. Like, <laughs> you know, we treat people even with the even with the most serious issues it's still you you teach people how to treat you by the way that you're behaving you teach people how to respect you or disrespect you men specifically because that's what i'm speaking about by the way that you're behaving if you if when women give up their power when their focus is on keeping the man and getting the man and getting what they want from the man you're actually giving up your power. You maintain your power, which is also your dignity, when you relax and you act in a way that you want to be treated. For example, if you you don't ask him hold the door open for me or why not. women ask questions that put them in a position of being less than. They'll ask the man when you're already innately born with power and influence by the way that you're behaving. You teach people how to treat you by the way that you're acting, not by saying after he's treated you like you're one of the guys, which is okay to be treated like one of the guys. Also, it depends because sometimes men can treat their friends better than they treat their girlfriends. It <laughs> hell, it depends. Some women are like, hell, I wish he would treat me like one of the guys because he's treating his friends a whole lot better than he's treating me. And that, see, you taught him how to treat you that way by putting up with it. Now, this is what women make their first mistake. They'll Ask the man, why don't you hold the door open for me? Why don't you help me with my jacket? Like, wh why don't you pull my table, my chair out from the table like that? Why don't you buy me flowers or whatever? Just, these are just examples. They'll ask him why he doesn't do that. And that makes it, that's when you're giving, when you're asking for something, you've given up your power. When you behave in a way that shows that that's what your expectations are, that's when you're maintaining your position of power not power over him but being able to get what you want and influence your environment and your surroundings and your relationship silently for and, and see you can't do that this by after he's treated you how you don't want to be treated and now you want to inject this into the relationship it's just like when i was speaking about on youtube about how in the South, in small towns like I'm from, we grew up saying, telling our parents, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. If your children are already 17 and 18, okay, you can't try to get them to tell you that. It's something that has to be started from the beginning. And I also spoke that it doesn't happen because the parents were telling you to say it. They were demonstrating it because they were also doing it with people that were their elders. Like that, it was, it was something that, it was a part of the environment. It was something that you saw every day. So your parents didn't have to control you or demand that you said it. It was just a part of the environment. It's just like wanting him to hold the car door open for you 
or wanting him to pull your chair out at dinner if you go to a restaurant, wanting him to help you with your jacket, or wanting him to just treat you with respect for those of you where the situations are more serious. It is depending on your own behavior. Like, but you can't, after they treated you so horribly and how you don't want to be treated, it's hard to get someone to respect you or treat you in a different way after that. That's why you always need to start your relationships, especially when you're starting a fresh new relationship. This will work better by behaving in a way that wants a specific treatment that you want to receive. Instead of asking for it, because then you're asking the person to do it. So is it is not really authentic to who they are and who how they really want to treat you. They're doing it because you're telling them to do it or because it's something that you're saying that you're wanting. And you don't sit around waiting for someone to treat you a specific way either when that's not a part of who they are. You behave in a way that wants a specific treatment, just like if you're being disrespected or cheated on. Don't you're behaving in a way that shows that you will accept that treatment by ignoring it or making excuses for it or staying with the person and they're doing it or not putting them in their place. Once they try something like that, if, for example, if you are in new in a relationship, because this isn't going to work with a man that you've already been dealing with and you want the person, for example, to open the car door for you, you and this is your you just met this person. This is your first date. You walk to the car door the way that you would do to the passenger side and you stand up and they'll know that, okay, you stand up to the door. Don't go open his door for him. Don't open the door for yourself if you want the shiverous man. You stand there. It's going to click to him that you're the type of woman that wants your door open. Like that. that. That's the type of woman that he's dealing with. If that's something that's important to you. For others of you, if you're in a situation that's more serious and you want him to stop running the street and stop cheating on you, once he does that, you break up with him. And you don't have a conversation or communication about it. And but and, and you see what he's going to say or you just break up with him and end it. You teach people how to treat you about what you're willing to put up with and you teach them how to treat you by your own behavior. You give them that free pass or you give them that red light by how you're behaving. You don't have to argue because once you start arguing, you've already lost. You don't have to ask and start pleading and start crying and start begging because once you've done that, you've already lost. Behave in a way that wants a specific treatment and the person that's around you or that you're involved with romantically, they're going to fall in line with that because they're going to think that that's the type of woman that you are or they'll know that that's the type of woman that you are. As opposed to being married or being in a relationship for a long time and then asking them, why don't you do this for me? Why don't you do that for me? Because you never behaved in a way that shows that that's the type of woman that you are. And men know that women are different. Some women, like now, they don't care that the man is holding the door. It depends. Some women, they hold the door open for the men or everybody gets their own door. But I'm talking to you all that that's important to you or you want that type of relationship. And more serious things that every woman would want is the man that respects them. But then with women, there are there are some women you some men can do things and some women don't call it disrespectful. And then you have other women that can do things and women call it disrespectful. So it depends because women are different. But in either case, it's how you're behaving. How you behave. 
That's why women are, are, are great influencers. Women are innately born in positions of a of power and authority without saying, hey, I'm in a position of power and authority. It is based on how they're behaving. How they're behaving. As opposed to being there and waiting to see how you're going to be treated. You know, <laughs> you know that's a, that's a, that's not a power position. I'm just here waiting to see how you're gonna treat me. <laughs> no, you behave in a way that shows what your expectations are, and men will fall in line with that. And if they don't fall in line with that, whatever, even if it's the respect or the being chivalrous or whatever. You know that this isn't person for you, and you don't try to change that person or influence that person. Just like you don't want them changing you and influencing you out of wanting to be respected or wanting to have certain things in a relationship. So those of you that are freshly into relationships, is however you want to be treated. You know you need to behave in a way that warrants that treatment. But as opposed to saying, well, I'm just going to wait and see how he is and how he treats me like that. And then you're already thinking that you love the person or thinking that you have feelings for the person and they're treating you horribly. Because you love people based on how they're treating you, right? You love people based on how they're treating you. That they're treating you with respect. That's a reason to love someone. You have common a common way about you. That's a reason for loving someone. Because if they're disrespecting you, cheating on you, lying, not coming home, throwing your jacket at, at you, you know, not pulling out your table, just not respecting you in any type of way, you don't love them. Because why would you? That's a, that's women have been confused with that also. And and this is who has influenced that confusion with women. The older generational women, and this isn't a blame them, but the, remember, we have to remember where the older generation of women, what they're coming from. These women are coming from being at home, taking care of the men and being in that traditional woman's role. A lot of them are. And some of those women were, were disrespected in those roles. But though that place of having a man to take care of you because the men were the breadwinners and the women were chosen to have their children like that was a place that women value. So a lot of those women influenced or demonstrated to their daughters that or their granddaughters that they should put up with men in the man's treatment. They'll be the same women that tell you to hang in there and, and to be patient like that. When he's not treating you well. But, but we have to remember what generation they're coming out of. With that, that advice was given to them also. Because if a woman was divorced or the woman wasn't married. Who was going to take care of her back then in that time period? So those women that were raised by those type of. Those were matriarchs. Those women that were raised by those type of women. Were influenced also but in a negative way. To stay in relationships that were unhealthy. Or where they weren't being treated kindly by the man and they didn't have any influence or real power in that relationship or if they were also born with an influence and power that every other woman was born with but if they exerted it they will have to go back to their parents house or and that would be shameful 
and they were probably taking children with them or they'll have to go through a divorce and who was going to take care of them. So we have to look at that influence, as I stated at the beginning, the negative and the positive influence that women have over other women and learn how to distinguish between the two. And now because we live in this day and age where women don't have to rely on men financially and if they're abusing you or not treating you well and you're not happy or you don't feel loved, you don't feel like this is the person for you, you can leave them and that's okay in society, especially here in the United States. It's like, that's kind of good that you have, that's where well, it's very positive because you, you would not be in a happy relationship. But it is, the, the best thing about it is that you can also influence silently the way that you're being treated because your actions speak loud in the words because you're setting the tone of how the person treats you initially from the jump start from the first meeting as opposed to coming across as desperate oh and i like him and get becoming a giggle box and let me see how he's going to treat me you can take that silent control of the relationship or by demonstrating silently how you wanted to be treated how you want to be treated and that's where the women, as she's always had, even with her own father, that position of power and influence silently over him. And we have that position of influence silently over every man. And she sees herself in that position of self-empowerment. But that is not her words, it's her actions of how she's treating herself also. If, if you demonstrate to a man that you're a tear box and you're always crying and you're needing him for emotional support and you're a basket case emotionally, okay, he's usually probably not going to respect you. And he's probably going to become exasperated. And you need to go back home so you can get more raising and become mature and then get into a relationship. If you go meet someone and you go into a relationship and you're grounded, you're mature, you know your worth and value, you can control your own emotions and you're in reality and you behave in a way that shows that without having to say it, that man is going to fall in line with that because he'll see that that's the type of woman that he's dealing with. That she doesn't need him to validate her emotionally. She doesn't need him as a soldier to cry on because she was wounded in her past. That she was raised and influenced by powerful women that knew their power also. And she knows hers and she can influence how she's treated by anyone by the way she treats herself and the way she's behaving and by her own actions. And that's what all of us are doing anyway. We're teaching people how to treat us. You teach, you're, you're demonstrating to men no matter how they're treating you. How and what you would be willing to put up with and how you want to be treated. You're demonstrating that. You're demonstrating that. And if you're in a relationship that you're not happy with and he's cheating and running the streets and you're saying, well, I want to be treated better than that, but you're still with him and you're allowing it. Well, your mouth and your mind isn't in alignment. You're showing him that you don't want to be respected. That's why you're still with him. And that's why you're still saying that you love him despite his treatment. We influence everyone that we come across by the way that we treat ourselves. And that's how we show people how we want to be treated and by what we put up with. And if you're willing to put up with a man's behavior just to keep him 
and he's giving you the business, you are the one that, you're the one that took leadership in the land of the foundation of how that relationship will play out. And it's only you that could change it. But as I stated, it's just like raising children. You can't let something go on for 17 years and then try to inject a new plan. It's just like with the relationship. You can't let him run amok all over your life and disrespect you and then try to one day try to put things back into perspective or into the way that you want to be treated. With the relationship, you will have to start over from scratch. With the relationship, you would have to start over from scratch. That's why it's always, you, you always have to go into relationships with a, a sense of self and very confident, not needing any type of validation. And behaving in a way that shows that you have dignity in it. This is how, this, the, this is the only, the, how I'm behaving lets you know the only type of treatment that I'm going to accept that's acceptable for me. There is no wiggle room. As it relates to you respecting me. Respect yourself and you're going to be respected. And if somebody crosses the line and disrespects you, you respecting yourself means that you draw that line in the sand thickly and heavily. And it sends a message. Okay, everyone, that's what I want to share. Until next time, that's my take on it. Bye.